Before we start, I just want to let everybody know that this podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. That's promo code LOCKEDON at BuiltBar.com. What is up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Tigers. I'm your host, Chris Castellani. It is Wednesday, October 28th, 2020, and a long, yet somehow also very short, abbreviated, tumultuous, crazy, totally out-of-this-world baseball season has officially come to an end, and the last team standing, I'm sure you know this by now, is the Los Angeles Dodgers. They won a great game last night, 3-1 to against the Tampa Bay Rays, winning the World Series in six games. There is so much to unpack here, and I'm going to be spending a majority of the second segment praising the Los Angeles Dodgers, because I'm very happy for that organization. I'm very happy for that fan base. Uh, everyone involved in, in that team, I, I think, deserves a lot of credit. They have taken a beating. They've taken a beating from idiots like me so many times in the past for how often they've come up short. Uh, they they reign supreme today, and they deserve all the praise that I'm about to give them and that so many other people are about to give them. This is really a crowning achievement for them, and you know I will discuss probably tomorrow how I feel about this whole season, how I feel about whether or not this title is completely legitimate. All that stuff will be discussed, but, but for the time being, I'm going to spend a lot of time in the second segment praising them because they deserve it. But unfortunately, as is customary, right, with 2020, there are a few stories that kind of overshadow what should be the main story here. The first one is is newly developing, so I'm just going to mention it, and it uh, uh, probably more stuff will come out after I'm done recording this, but Justin Turner, third baseman for the Los Angeles Dodgers, tested positive for COVID, was removed from the game last night. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing was unable to celebrate with his teammates, and you, you feel really bad for him. I mean, he's been such a key piece of that baseball team over the last, you know, half decade or so, but uh, we'll see what comes of that. We'll see if it was a false positive or not. It was the first positive test in Major League Baseball in like 50-something days, maybe even 60 days. So, well, that's a developing story, but I did feel like I had to bring that up. But to me, this game, last night's game, was defined by a, a managerial blunder. And before I rip into Kevin Cash's decision to pull Blake Snell last night, I do want to say that... I love analytics. I love sabermetrics. I love numbers. I think that if you want to win in 2020 baseball, you have to incorporate analytics into your organization. It's a necessity. And I think Kevin Cash, and I've been on record talking about him before, is a wonderful manager. I think he's one of the best managers in all of baseball. I would pay top dollar to have that man managing the Detroit Tigers tomorrow. Absolutely. But sometimes, especially in October, good managers go bad. And that's what we saw last night. Blake Snell last evening was dealing. He was absolutely on fire. This is a guy who has won a Cy Young in the past. He's made an all-star team. He's pitched pretty darn well in the postseason before. And yet, last night was the best that I had ever seen him. Against a lineup filled with all-star players, two MVPs, perennial all-star guys, guys who hit the ball extremely well at the major league level, he was dominating, dominating. And in the sixth inning, Gave up his second hit. Wasn't a super hard hit ball, but it was it was a second hit, a legitimate hit. And Kevin Cash inexplicably pulled him. Now, analytics are an amazing tool. And he said basically after the game, you know, the numbers back this up, supported my decision. Analytics are not gospel. 
analytics should not make or break every single decision that you make. There is a reason why a robot could not manage a baseball team. Because as much as certain people will try to deny it emphatically, there is still a human element to the game of baseball, especially in October, especially the deeper you get into the postseason. Kevin Cash took Blake Snell out and put in Nick Anderson. Now, if this was mid-July or August, you know, in the 60-game season, if this was the middle of the season, you'd say, hey, you know what? Maybe not the worst move. I'd have stuck with Snell a little bit longer. Nick Anderson's fantastic. And Nick Anderson in the regular season was a top three relief pitcher in all of baseball. He was tremendous. The Rays would not be in the position that they were in last night if not for Nick Anderson. Nick Anderson in October was garbage. He almost single-handedly cost them a spot in the World Series. He wasn't, he had not been good throughout the postseason. So right there, it's a bad decision. So who you replace him with, already a bad choice. But to me, it, you shouldn't even, you shouldn't have even gotten to that point. Blake Snell should have been in that game. Blake Snell was looking like a guy who was going to go seven, eight innings last night. He was just, he was on fire. He looked so incredible. All his pitches were working. It's like I've talked about how frustrating he's been in the past before because you know he has lethal stuff and sometimes he just, he struggles to kind of put it all together. He was on one last night. He was incredible, and Cash deprived him of what could have been an all-time moment for the kid. This is one of those instances, if I was Blake Snell, he, I, to me, like, he would totally be in his right to demand a trade. Like, what if I'm, if I'm him, I'm asking, what do I have to do to earn your trust in a high-leverage situation? What do I have to do? You want me to win another Cy Young? You want me to make another all-star team? You want me to give up one hit instead of two? What do I have to do to earn your trust? You can throw every possible statistic at me that you want in defense of Kevin Cash's decision. I'll tell you right now, it was an all-time terrible move. He was pitching the game of his life. Blake Snell was pitching the game of his life, and they pulled him. My heart breaks for him, because he was incredible last night. Now, not to take anything away from the Dodgers, who bounced back and were were fantastic. They got to Anderson. But that, that's the other thing. That's the other thing I got to bring up. You know it's a bad decision. If every person in the Dodgers uh, dugout, after they pulled Snell, said, Woo, all right, don't have to face him. Don't face him anymore. All right, we'll, we'll take on Anderson. You know, you, you get into those ruts when you're going up against a pitcher who's just dominating you. That they, they let him up for air by pulling Snell. It was just, it was a miserable, miserable move. And I talked yesterday about the death of the starting pitcher, how, how guys do not trust these pitchers to go deep into games anymore. That was, you know, it, you could argue it's how the Rays got there, sure. But there comes a point where the moves you make do not just require you to be looking at, at some laminated chart that lies in the dugout. You have to make decisions with your mind and with your heart. And I know that sounds cliche, and I know it sounds kind of silly and kind of dumb, but I watched that last night. Blake Snell was phenomenal. That was a decision that will haunt Kevin Cash for the rest of his life, and at the very least, the rest of his career. It will define his career. We will remember this as the Blake Snell game, the game in which a guy who was pitching some of the best baseball he had ever pitched got taken out prematurely. Uh, I, I don't know how you bounce back from that in terms of your reputation. And I think Kevin Cash is a great manager, and I think he'll continue to do great things for that organization, but that was uh, that was a, a brutal blunder. And the other uh, counterpoint that people have made is, well, it wasn't Kevin Cash's decision that came from the front office. Well, then the front office is wrong. And I'm sorry, but if you're Kevin Cash, you're managing in the World Series, there comes a point where you say, uh, where you have to talk them out of it, where you have to get on the phone 
phone or talk to somebody and say, look, I understand what the chart says. I understand what the analytics say. We cannot take him out of this effing game right now. He is too good to be taken out of this game right now. If you want to keep him on a short leash, sure, but he is too good to be pulled at this moment. We're going to remember that for a long time, guys. We're going to remember that one for a long, long time. I mean, I remember last year, A.J. Hinch, again, who I think is a wonderful manager, really screwed up by not going to Garrett Cole at any point in Game 7. This is so much worse than that. Because at least, you know, with Cole, you ran the risk of like, well, maybe he just didn't have his best stuff. You know, he pitched a lot in the postseason. To have a guy on the mound who you know has his A-plus stuff in an elimination game, and you pull him, all-time move, man. And the thing is, this almost happened twice. He did the same thing with Charlie Morton, and I came on here and said that move was dog bleep. That was a terrible decision. Now, it worked technically, kind of. They had a 4 nothing lead when they pulled Morton. It ended up being a 4-2 game. They almost blew that game. That was all, almost uh, an all-time terrible blunder. Last night, it caught up to him. You know, there comes a point where feel is actually worth something, and that's what we saw last evening. I, I just, I feel terrible for Blake Snell, and I, I feel terrible for the Rays. They gave everything they had in this postseason, and even though this this day belongs to the Dodgers, and I'll talk about them in segment number two, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to remember this postseason as the postseason in which the Rays just knocked off everyone that everyone wanted to see lose. You know, they knocked off the Astros. They knocked off the Yankees. People are going to remember Randy Rosarana. They're going to remember Charlie Morton dealing. They're going to remember that great bullpen. They're going to remember all the smart moves that Kevin Cash did make. But at the end of that conversation, it's like when we talk about the Tigers in those glory days from 06 to 14, there's always going to be that bittersweet taste that it could have and probably should have been something more. Now, look, I think the Dodgers were a better team. I think the Dodgers would have ended up winning this series, but that What if that so many Rays fans are going to be asking for the next 20 years of what would have happened if Snell wouldn't have been pulled out of that game? You know, it's going to be up there if, you know, what if Bartman wouldn't have, you know, touched the foul ball? What if that ball wouldn't have gone between Buckner's legs? Like, to me, it is is up there with those terrible decisions. The worst managerial move I've seen in the postseason since Buck Showalter went with Ubaldo Jimenez instead of Zach Britton in the 2016 AO wildcard game. So, I got that off my chest. It was, a, it was a disappointing moment for a manager and an organization that I have a whole lot of respect for, but when I come back in segment two, we're going to talk about the team that won this game. The Los Angeles Dodgers reign supreme. They are World Series champions. We'll be right back. The improved Built Bar is even more deliciouser. 18 amazing flavors, 6 new flavors, 12 other original flavors. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew, and Built Bars are healthy. Built Bar is great for the health-conscientious guy or girl. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. And we're back, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning in. So like I said, you know, I I went off about uh, the Rays and Kevin Cash's awful decision there uh, last night, but I I do have to give a ton of credit to the team that came out on top here, and that's the Los Angeles Dodgers. This was an incredible run, and I try to think back to a postseason. I mean, this was unlike any postseason we've ever seen. Uh, We have ever seen, obviously, and and they deserve credit for navigating their way through the 16-team field, having to beat four different opponents, but 
I don't recall a team that had to overcome the kind of adversity that this team overcame here in October. It was reminiscent to me of the 2004 Red Sox in a way. Like that was the last time I think a team had to navigate through such craziness in one postseason. Like like the amount of tumult and the adversity that this team fought through, it really was incredible because I never thought they had it in them. I always felt like this Dodgers team, the one thing they were lacking was a spine, was a backbone. And in this postseason, they found that. They found that toughness. And, and I'm really happy for all the veterans who have carried them for the last several seasons. And ultimately, look, I hate to be that guy, and like I said, I will talk about how legitimate this season is going forward here over the next couple days, but this team had a World Series stolen from them in 2017. They were the best team in baseball in 2017. They had a bad September, but besides that, they were all-time good that season, dominated the first few rounds of the playoffs, and had were in position to knock off the Astros, and you know what happened there. I mean, Game 5 is always going to be the one that people point to, and they rightfully so. This team should have already had a World Series by now, and if they, they did, a lot of players' legacies before this postseason would have already been you know in place, would have already been redefined, but they didn't have that luxury, unfortunately. And, and they get into this postseason, they fall behind 3-1 to the Braves. I thought they were done. I thought they were toast. I thought they were kaput. I thought not only were they kaput for this year, to me, it looked like a changing of the guard in terms of who the juggernaut in the National League was. It looked like the Braves were about to grab hold of that despite the depleted pitching staff they were about to knock off the Dodgers and and not let go of those reins but they moved on they battled they fought back and I give Dave Roberts credit honestly I think this is where his steady hand really helped guide this team through October he did have to make a few decisions that weren't based on analytics you know not using Kenley in the last two games you used Trinan in game five and then dude how good was Julio Urias my dude dude was throwing darts out of the bullpen. Probably the unsung hero for that Dodgers team in the postseason outside of Walker Buehler, probably their best pitcher. I mean, he was just phenomenal. And of course, just the way they bounced back after that loss in game four. I mean, I can't be the only one who felt like that might be one of those games that they just end up coughing up the whole series because of. That was really a remarkable effort, the way that they navigated through such difficult circumstances. You know, this was an incredible postseason by the Dodgers. They suffered some of the most brutal losses a team can experience this October, and they bounced back every time. It's been a long time coming for that organization. I'm happy for all those veterans that have been working there for a long time, but I'm happy for Clayton Kershaw. How can you not be? Clayton Kershaw is one of the greatest pitchers who has ever lived on this planet. He's been unbelievable in the regular season, and you know what? At many points, he's been not so good in the postseason at at very often, you know, 2014, giving up eight earned runs to the Cardinals when they had a big lead, you know, at the year he won the MVP. There's so many instances you can point to in which he fell apart. He was fantastic this postseason. This is not just a ring that you can look back on and say, oh, well, they got one for Kershaw. No, he helped carry them to that World Series. He was phenomenal, and I'm very, very happy for him, man. How can you not be? This is one of the best guys in all of baseball. Everyone likes him. Everyone respects him, and now those narratives are kaput. He's a world champion. Couldn't be happier for him. All right, so that will do it 
for today's show. You can follow me on my personal Twitter at Castellani2014. That's at C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-I-2014. There you'll find the link to my YouTube channel. Please subscribe, like, and comment on those videos. Uh, I review movies. That would be much appreciated. You can follow the show on Twitter at Tigers. While you're at it, go to Apple Podcasts, go to iTunes, leave a positive review of this show. I would, I always appreciate when you guys leave those written five-star reviews. It means the world to me. It warms the, the cockles of my heart. I will be right back here tomorrow with more stuff to talk about. Maybe some stuff will come out about the Justin Turner positive case. We will see, but for the time being, that is uh, adios to baseball here in 2020, but this show is going to keep rolling forward. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Have a great rest of your day, and go Tigers.